The Bob Burns Show. America's favorite down-to-earth humorist, Bob Burns. Well, thank you, Dodd, and thank you, folks. It's awfully nice of you. And, you know, uh, next week I'm going to be in Chicago. I guess most of you heard that, and I'll be a stranger there. And it's going to be mighty nice if somebody tells me the hot spots to go to, the places of interest. And I know a lot of you people here tonight that's visiting here. You're out-of-town people. You're strangers in Hollywood. And uh, I don't know anything nicer I could do... Uh, than to tell you some of the places you can go to for amusement while you're here in town. Now, I know, I, I know how you feel because I used to be a stranger here in Hollywood myself. Ten or twelve years ago when I first come here, uh, I, nobody knew me. And I couldn't help thinking yesterday as I was going down Hollywood how different it is today to walk down the street and be known like I am. Now, I don't want to seem hammy about this thing, but just to show you what I mean, yesterday I was walking down Hollywood Boulevard, and I overheard two women that I met, and, and one of them nudged the other and says, uh, look, there's, uh, uh, what's his name? And, and uh, the other woman says, who? And she says, you know that, uh, uh, that who's this that we saw in that whatchamacallit picture? Uh, I want to tell you, there's nothing in the world nicer than to be known like that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just to keep myself from going hi-hat, once in a while I disguise myself so people don't know me. Week before last, I took that, uh, I put on a long mustache, and I put on dark glasses, and I pulled my hat down over my eyes and turned my coat collar up so nobody would recognize me. And I got on one of them rubberneck buses, they take you out through the valley where most of the moving picture stars live, and uh, they were heading right out towards my house. And oh, what a thrill I got as I sat back there. The man with the megaphone, he pointed to one big house, and he says, uh, Cary Grant, RKO. Then the next time he came to the house, he pointed to it, he says, Walter Pigeon, MGM. Then he come to my house. He says, Bob Burns, FHA. <laughs> Well, now, you know, when I first come to Hollywood, they told me one of the first rules to become a success here is to be seen in the best places. Well, now, I don't think that works as well on people like me as it does on people like Dorothy Lemore. <laughs> I, uh, no, I don't mean that now, doggone it. <laughs> I don't mean... I'm talking about places like the Brown Derby. I went to the... Of course, you go to the Brown Derby. I know most of you people, oh, you didn't come out here all the way to Hollywood just to see a restaurant that looked like a hat. I see a lot of women sitting right out here in the audience right now with hats that look like restaurants. <laughs> no, no, it's the truth. There's a, there's a lady sitting right back there. She got on a hat that looked just like a 35-cent blue plate lunch with choice of two vegetables. Now, of course, there's the nightclubs. We have nightclubs here in town, and if you can afford them, 
Now, not long ago, I went to Ciro's, and that, I'm glad I went. I got my first autograph there. I got the autograph. I got the waiter's autograph. <laughs> I figure any time a guy can get $7.50 out of me for a plate of ham and eggs, I want something to remember. <laughs> It, you know, it's too bad, it's too bad that I haven't opened up my nightclub. I'm going to open one. Not in the city here where the rich folks and the town people, city slickers can go to. I'm a man that's always championed the cause of the common man. I'm going to put a nightclub right out here in the middle of San Fernando Valley. I ain't going to open it till 4 o'clock in the morning. Well, that way I figure I can get the farmers going to work, and I can get the farmers' daughters coming from Lockheed. <laughs> the Zuka Burke Ranch is in a fertile plain in the San Fernando Valley, but it's also in a turmoil. Bob's getting ready to go to Chicago, and you know in these days, on farm or city, you don't just pick up and go. No, that's right, Doug. I get so discouraged. I walk by the airline office, and I see the story of travel in the future. Jet propulsion, New York to London in five hours. Order a three-minute egg in Los Angeles, and they're cracking it open over Floyd Bennett Field. <laughs> Here, I can't even get out of Canoga Park. I walk alone, because to tell you the truth, I'll be lonely. Oh, hello, Robin. Hello, Shirley, and if you're walking along to Chicago, maybe you won't be as lonely as you think. <laughs> Robin, don't tell me we're going to Chicago and you're in doubt about train reservations. Well, now, from what the Travel Bureau tells me, there's room for down about the whole trip, oh. Shirley. Uh, Yalmer, I guess you're pretty excited about this trip, ain't you? Oh, yeah, I got trains on Chicago, and after the broadcast, we maybe get together and make a little whoop-de-doo. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, you'd better help us, Yalmer. You see... Robin isn't having much luck with Mr. Jones at the Travel Bureau. Maybe you ought to call and tell Jones about the orchestra problem, huh? Well, I think so, too. I used to stick my finger in this hair little black nigger on tang on the telephone, and I'm talking to this Jones fella. Hello. Back my Travel Bureau. Ensure your post-war trip by investing in war bonds and war-saving stamps. Well, look who's her. Say, that's with Yalmer Jacobson at Bazooka Boat Ranch. And we got to having reservations on the Super Chief for all of us, including that suitcase six. The suitcase six? Yeah, sure. Since the man of Hooper's symphony, you never have such music. Trumpet, clarinet, flute, guitar, bass, and suitcase. Well, sir, we fix up a special train, Yalmer. But you know something? I ain't never heard of suitcase six. You never hang the suitcase six? No, sir. You either been stupid feller or you don't be getting around much anymore. Jump it, boys. One, a two, a three, and a four.
Shirley and me. The bazooka makes three. <laughs> Chicago be my blue heaven. Not as blue as I sang that, though. <laughs> Doggone it, whenever that doorbell rings, it means trouble. Come in. Uh-oh, with that girl from the lackadaisical messenger service. Yeah, Sharon O'Shaughnessy. Oh, come in, Miss O'Shaughnessy. Now that I'm in, I believe I will. <laughs> uh, how do you do, Mr. Burns? Hello, Miss Rossmore. The name is Ross. Well, what's one Ross more or less, I always <laughs> say. Uh, what do you always say, hon? Hey, you don't mind if I leave, do you? Oh, not at all, dearie. I understand. You probably want to go look at your face. Heaven knows I don't. Now, girls, girls. Oh, I'm sorry if I hurt you, Sharon, because looking at you, I can see that you've been through the mill. Uh, yes, Miss Ross, I really have been through the mill. Yes, I can still see the Aunt Jemima sign on that flower sack you're wearing. <laughs> I can understand why, I can understand why Mr. Burns thinks so highly of you, hon. With your talent, you could step right into his shoes. And what's more, with your feet, they'll fit. <laughs> Bazooka Burke Ranch, Bob Burns talking. Sharon O'Shaughnessy. Yes, she's here, but how'd you get my phone number? She's my new secretary. Well, thanks for telling me. Okay, I'll put her on. Oh, Sharon, it's Cynthia somewhere. Oh, Cynthia Van Gerd. Oh. Well, slip me a pin and call me Mickey. <laughs> Hello, Cynthia. Uh, yeah, I quit the lackadaisical messenger service today. Yeah, I guess I just ain't the bicycle type. Furthermore, since I never was the kind of a girl who likes to run around. A daze, that is. Uh, what's that? No, I ain't told Mr. Burns about me being his new secretary yet because... Uh, yeah, that's it. Her personal secretary. Since Mr. Burns ain't the kind to get personal. <laughs> yes, the ranch is a wonderful place, and I just simply love the fresh air and the farm smells. Oh, you think so too, huh? <laughs> Uh, no, I ain't met his Uncle Slug yet. Uh, the W.C. Fields of Van Buren? <laughs> You're as sharp as a broken gin bottle tonight, ain't you? Well, I gotta run, hon. I don't want to tie up the Don Amici. And you know there's a war on. Uh, well, Bessame Mucho sense. Uh... Well, Sharon, you know, the way you handle that phone, I think I'm going to be big about this. I'm going to give you a try as my personal secretary. Now, call Shirley Ross, please. Hey, Blondie! Was Miss Mustard Gas paging me, Robin? Yes, Shirley. You know, we ain't settled this music problem for the Chicago War Bond appearance. I know they're going to ask me to sing there, and I do so want to please in the worst way. Just sing, Robin. You will. Well, now, I can't make up my mind, if any, to do the oldies <laughs> or the newies. I declare I'm going back and forth like a sparrow caught in the badminton dish. <laughs> I guess I just better stick to the music I'm best known for. You know, that modern rippy-tippy stuff like... Chinatown, my Chinatown. When the lights are do boo dee doo boom Da 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 La da 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 Pop tail Dominic the Dink from Dow Well, what do you think, Shirley? <laughs> well, 
I'd say your singing isn't getting any better, but your guitar playing sure is improving. Yeah, yeah. Anybody think I had a double in? You know, the trouble with you... The trouble with you is you expect me to sound like Crosby or Sinatra. You just ain't accustomed to a voice that combines the best qualities of both. But maybe when I get to Chicago, Shirley, I'll just be moody and sit in the front row pouting and listening to you. So let's just make out like you're up there on that big stage at the Navy Pier singing your little heart out to me. (laughs) Okay, Robin. You remember that jukebox song I told you about, you know, the one that's never been on the air? Oh, yeah, the one those kids who wrote Fellow on a Furlough and Do I Worry, the one they just finished? Mm, That's the one, Robin. Mm. You mind if I try it out on you? Oh, say, I can't wait for that. Would you mind doing it? Okay. Yeah, it's a one, a two, and a three, and a four. They were playing that same record when first I met his glance. They played it while we fell in love all through our whole romance. Oh, they used to play that record, and he would hold my hand. But since he's gone and left me now, I'll never understand. So please don't play number six tonight, for number six was meant for two. The new releases, or else I'll go to pieces. That's all I ask of you. They were playing that same record. I love that melody. For every time they played it, then he kissed me tenderly. Oh, the nights were filled with music. The disc was such a treat, but every time I hear it now, my heart won't even beat. So please don't play number six tonight, for number six was meant for two. There's selections you can choose from that I won't get the blues from. Please try to see me through. They were playing that same record, and we would sit and sigh. Now when that platter starts to spin, I just begin to cry. Won't you do a friend a favor? Don't stop that yen again. And please play something lively now. Play number eight or ten. But please don't play number six tonight. That's all I'll ever ask of you. I confess that I can't take it. Won't someone kindly break it? Like it broke my heart into. Yes, Hattie. There's some character outside says he's from the University Farm School. Claims he's here to take care of your hogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, let him wait on the outside. But, Hetty, uh, before we go any further here, you know, while I'm going to Chicago, I think I better show you around the house a little bit. I got a lot of things that you're going to be responsible for. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. Burns. Uh, say, Shirley, you want to see the house. Come on along with us. Oh, I love it, Ron. Now then, this is the living room in here. 
Why, Robin, this is beautiful. And the furniture. Where in the world did you get that antique footstool? Oh, yeah, that old footstool, that is an antique. That's been in my wife's family for years and years. You know, they ain't been a... She's kind of sentimental about that old footstool. They ain't a heel in her family hasn't rested <laughs> on it. Sometimes. <laughs> now, come on, we go through the hall here into the kitchen. Now, wait a minute, Robin. What in the world is this on the banister? Oh, that, well, uh, <laughs> you see, Grandpa Snazzy was staying with me for a while, and, you know, he's in his second childhood, and he liked to slide down the banister. It was kind of embarrassing when we had company, so I put that barbed wire on the banister. Well, did it stop him? No, but it sure slowed him up. <laughs> oh, oh, Robin, look what's happened. One of your pigs is loose here in the kitchen. Oh, Oh, no, that's one on you. That pig ain't loose. That's my train pig, Shirley. We keep him right here under the sink on purpose. Well, what in the world for? We empty our garbage in him. <laughs> now, here, here's, here's a little dish of scraps here. Now, come on, I'll show you. Now, you see, I got him trained so when you step on his front foot, his mouth flies up. <laughs> now, come on, I want to take you into the den and show you the most valuable thing I've got. Right in there. There it is. You mean that old statue? Yes, sir, that's it. That's a real antique. That's over 150 years old, and it sure is valuable. Well, it's a beautiful statue, Robin. Venus de Milo, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What's so valuable about it? The arms are all broken off. Yeah, but don't you see it's got a clock in it right there in the stomach? But the clock ain't running. Oh, no, it hasn't run since I got it. But someday I'm going to get up nerve enough to wind that thing. <laughs> Well, come on, we've still got the music room in the upstairs to show you. Yes, and the hog man is still waiting, Mr. Burns. Yeah, come on, we better get moving. Come on.
That's the whole house, Hetty, and I know I can count on you to keep it just this way for me. If not cleaner. <laughs> Say, on your way out, Hetty, will you send in that hog man? Yes, sir, Mr. Burns. Gosh, Robin, I had no idea your house was so big. Oh, yeah, it's big, Shirley. Come in. Man, you came in so fast you left your shadow out on the front porch. Find a fine place you got here, having any trouble with the OPA? We're all facing some conditions these days. Plenty of reason for these shorties. I say the only thing that keeps bothering me is the shorties of time. Can't find time enough to get around all places I want to get around to. What can I do for you, sir? Well, I'm going to Chicago for a couple of weeks, and I want somebody to look after my hog. Chicago? Yeah, I'm taking my radio show up there. Ah, your stuff will never, never go in Chicago. It takes too long to get to the point. Chicago's a big, wide awake city. People are sharp on the go, you know? Have I got time for that long-winded stuff? Well, I don't know what in the world to do. That's the way I naturally talk. What do you suggest? Well, now, you, you take a story like Little Cinderella. Uh-huh. It'll take you 15 minutes to tell that. But with me, 15 seconds. Oh, no, you Cinderella. Can't. No, no. I'll time it. Go All ahead. right, go ahead. Once upon a time, a little girl, her name was Ellen. My mom reckoned he asked to call that sinner some days. She got him sitting across the house. She rang him. She had to come to sleep. We're going to dance beach for night. She wanted to go to sleep. No, Ray, yes. About 10 o'clock, you're all right. She's going to go to the bureau. And her sister's hand it. And she said, hmm, that monster. Well, it was a journey to dance on silver. She put on a fascinated with a safety pin. Going down to the beach. Well, just what it was. Heaven, see? Broke a heel up and slipped into a squint. Some of the raffle on glass. She would have been so he'd marry him. See, someone in the quint spider. It's a spider with eyes to that. And he said, ha, not a ha. He said, ha, damn, she's in distress about her sister. So we went over to the hake Oh, did I make it? Not only made it, Cinderella still got time to get herself in a mess. <laughs> you know, now that's a fun... I don't want to hold the show up here, Doug, but you know, that kind of a fast-talking fella. That's just the kind of... If you talk fast like that, don't go to Van Because we don't trust them fast-talking people down there. You know, I had a cousin, Lobelia... That married one of them city fellas. He was a playboy from Fort Smith. And he, uh, he, he was, he, he belonged to the Hard Scrapple Country Club over there. And, and, you know, we didn't like him a bit. I'll never forget the time that he come over to visit my uncle Hod. And, uh, while the women is doing the dishes, us men is out there on the front porch, the men folks. And, and so this fella started to talk, just kind of bragging, you know. He says, well, he said, yesterday I had an awfully full day. He says, I breakfasted at 10, then I motored to the club at 11, I golfed till noon, then I lunched till 2, then I golfed till sundown. And Uncle Hod looked at him, he says, well, I had a kind of a busy day myself. He says, I got up at 4 and I breakfasted till daylight, then I muled in the cornfield till sundown, then I suffered till dark and piped till nine. Then I bedsteaded till it was time to go muling again. <laughs> well, Shirley and Sharon O'Shaughnessy and all the rest of you, you know, we got to pack up for the trip. I'm going to miss this old place when we get back to Chicago. I'm going to miss Chicago when we get back to this old place. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Let me take one last look around the place, kid. Just look out that window. Look at that new plowed field, all black and shiny from the rains. The bright green border of pasture land around it. The barn piled to the rafters with sweet alfalfa hay. The silos is full of corn as my uncle slug. <laughs> I tell you, it brings tears to these old gimlet eyes of mine. Yes, sir, Chicago, I like your bright lights and gay sights. But Bazooka Burke Ranch, I love you. Yes, sir, I love you now. I don't know why... 
I love you like I do. I don't know why I just do. Maybe it's them hogs a rootin' in the dew. The trees when the wind whistles through. No, it could be. You may think them pigs are entrancing, but I prefer Chicago and lots of dancing. Oh, now, girls, I don't know why you're talking like you do. Well, maybe you don't, but we do. Hello, Chicago. Get ready for the whip to do. <laughs>
This is the Armed Forces Radio Service. <laughs>